Hello and welcome everyone to Forging the Tip of the Spear. I'm your host, Mike, and I wanted to spend some time today doing a couple of things. First, I want to go over exactly what I do in the mornings for myself to help myself move forward, um, <clears throat> giving you some ideas, some breadcrumbs, maybe a tip or two, um, and some other things. And then I kind of wanted to go over some other aspects of things that I've been thinking, things that have been um, growing because of the changes that I've made, and just generally what I'm thinking, how it's working, how it's not working, and any advice that I would have for somebody who's either starting, has started, or is thinking about starting. So as I've said in a lot of my earlier um, podcasts, so I tend to get up at around 4 a.m. almost every day. On occasion, I'll get up at 5, but generally it's at 4 a.m. Um, it's not to boast. It's not for anything like that. It's because my children tend to get up between uh, 5 and 5.30, and it gives me time in the morning to myself to do a couple of things. So first tip that I would give is, I don't know, um, for any of you listening, I don't know your life schedule. I don't know your life plan. Some of you may work nights, some of you may work evenings or afternoons. Um, and I think that you have to figure out obviously whatever works in your realm of life. And that might be getting up at 9am, it might be getting up at 9pm, depending on how your schedule works. I know, for instance, my wife works nights. So she'll either be going in at uh, leaving the house at 11 at night, or she'll be leaving the house at seven at night, depending on the shift. So some of the things that I'm saying obviously wouldn't work for her. But at the same token, some of the things she does wouldn't work for me. So you have to figure out first and foremost, um, what is the schedule of your life, meaning your job or your certain responsibilities that you have that you have to make sure get done? Obviously, having a roof over your head, uh, food on the table, making sure your children are taken care of if you have children, and just making sure that you're taken care of um, is first and foremost the most important thing. So when I get up, um, I generally... Uh, actually, every single day I have been weighing myself. It's the best way to keep myself accountable. It's also the way that I have a measurement of something. I know a lot of people will often say, don't weigh yourself every day. There's a lot of fluctuation. Absolutely. I, I agree with that to a point. The reason that I'm doing it is I have a smart scale. Um, actually, my parents had gotten my wife and I for Christmas a coffee maker and we haven't had two of them, so we ended up returning that one, and we got ourselves the Weight Watchers scale that is a smart scale and gives you all the different readings. And what I find is when I weigh myself every day, I can see where the trend is going. For instance, this month of October, last month in September, and so on. And when you have something like that, it's a really helpful tool just to see where the general trends are. Listen, I don't think that you should live or die by the numbers on the scale. However, the numbers on the scale do give you some point of reference. You know, just like how your clothing fits, how you feel. Those are all points of reference. The thing is, how you feel sometimes is a little bit subjective and can have a lot of other factors um, opposed to, for instance, how your clothes fit, where 
you know, if you have, uh, say, you're a guy and you're wearing a size 36 waist pants and suddenly too big for you and you're down to a 34 or a 32, you know, you're obviously going in a certain direction. Whereas also, like for me, I had to go up to a 38 at one point because my waist was just getting too big or even bigger. And I think that that's why you have to be aware of these things. You know, almost all of my suits didn't fit at one point. Clearly, I knew I was having a problem. I was down to one, maybe two suits at the most. And it was really difficult. It was embarrassing for me personally. Um, as somebody who generally took pride or takes pride in the way that they dress for work. Um, I know a lot of people don't like wearing suits and a lot of people don't like getting dressy and that's fine. Listen, personal preference, you do whatever you want. I personally love to wear suits. I think they look incredibly sharp. I think they make me feel sharp. Um, and I think a lot of people who end up hate wearing, who hate wearing suits might not necessarily have a great suit to wear or a comfortable suit to wear because suits also aren't supposed to be uncomfortable comfortable they're supposed to be comfortable i'm getting a little off topic but um the point i'm just trying to make here is obviously find the clothes that make you feel like you're that you're at your best and you're most confident but knowing that if you have for instance a large shirt and now that large shirt feels incredibly tight clearly something is happening and you need to be paying attention to that metric so i do that every morning and then I actually get myself a big glass of water and I drink water. Um, I used to be a pretty intense coffee drinker, uh, you know, eight to 12 cups a day. Really, really intense. I've actually cut that down to about one. Um, I don't quite know what exactly happened. Um I don't know if it's being on this intermittent fasting for a long period of time now. I mean... Now it's been over three weeks and starting to feel the differences, whereas like my energy doesn't drop. I'm not getting that lull at any point. I'm not even waking up necessarily groggy or in need where I wake up and I instantly go, I need coffee now. Um, That just doesn't happen. Um, So I generally just have a nice big glass of water and then I come into the basement and I do two different things to start the day and they alternate. I either immediately plan the day in um, the power list journal from Andy Frisella, where I write my five critical tasks for myself every day. Um, And I think about ones that are um, achievable, but also things that would push me in the right direction And things that also will push me a little bit more than it was yesterday. So, for instance, um, it was reading 10 pages. Now I'm up to 15 pages. Um, You know, one of my friends told me I should be doing some GHD sit-ups. And if you don't know what a GHD is, a glute ham, I think it's a device. I'm not sure exactly what the D stands for. Um, But I actually happen to have one in my office. He was giving it. He gave it to me. And... It happened to fit exactly in my office, so I try to do 25 GHD sit-ups for this month. I'm going to try and do just 25 every single day, and I have the perfect push-up um, on the floor. I try to do, so I do three sets of, say, I do um, eight, eight, seven. 
I think it is, or whatever the number I do, or seven, seven, eight, whatever. Um, and then with that, I also do three sets of 15 perfect push-ups to start. By the end of the month, I'm hoping to get it up to, say, three sets of 25 or three sets of 30. Um, so I set out the tests there. I also set out my work tests if it's a work day. So I work Monday through Friday. I'm usually off on Saturdays and Sundays. The days where I'm off on Saturdays and Sundays, I do plan. I, I don't um, avoid planning on the weekends, and a lot of people do that. I would caution against that for a couple of reasons. One, you don't have to make it the most difficult planning you've ever done. I don't think that that's a good idea either. You know, And you can put in certain things that maybe you want to do or you've been looking forward to doing also. But I think that you need to plan your weekend so at least you have some level of productivity as well for yourself. You know, so I'll put in, um, you know, last Saturday I did a burden walk with the boys. I'm going to get to that in a little bit. Um, So I had planned that and I ended up doing that. Executed it. Felt great. I wanted to take some classes um, on that stock trading course that I took. Did that. It's been great. So. I would just say still plan your weekends. You don't have to make them, you know, the most difficult weekends ever and just avoid having any enjoyment of it. I think that's a terrible way to go. But plan your weekend. Plan a few things that would just move you forward, even if it's only three things. You know, they don't have to be giant tasks. They could be 20-minute tasks, half-hour tasks, 10-minute tasks, whatever it is. Do that to help you move forward. After I planned... um, or if I'm doing that second, I also read a passage from The Daily Stoic by Ryan Holiday. I think it's an absolutely incredible daily um, devotion or book or whatever people want to call it, where I read from it every day because there's a different page for every day. And then I actually journal for about five, maybe 10 minutes at the absolute most. Just any thoughts I had on the reading, any thoughts that I have in my head, anything that I want to get down or get out, I write about. And I've always found that to be really ha- helpful for my mental clarity and my just my mental well-being. Um, just as a, one of the reasons I got into it. So I had some pretty rough times uh, last year in 2020. There was, there was a lot of... Um, conflict in my life uh, between many, even many close members of my family. I don't really want to get into the details of that in any way, but I found it very, very difficult. Um, In a lot of ways, I I kind of felt lost, didn't quite know what was going on, and ended up seeking uh, therapy for a little while, did that for, I think, about eight months. Um, and, And I found that helped to some degree. Um, you know, one of the things was I I felt like the therapist and I didn't necessarily understand each other. Oh, actually, it's probably not the right way to say it. I don't think that she fully understood the way that I think and the way that my mind ticks or how I look at things. And, um, what I started to realize is this just... You know, you have to accept yourself for you and and yes, to a point, but that doesn't mean that you don't try to make yourself the best version of you or a better version of you. You know, we can all improve on certain things. And I always felt like there was a bit of a disconnect between her and I there. So 
Um, but I'm thankful for some of the tips she gave me. I'm thankful for her listening to me. It certainly helped. And with that, I started to journal every day or write down something either every day or every other day or as often as I could. And I have found that that helps immensely because once you start to write down these thoughts or you let it just become almost like um, stream of consciousness writing where you just start writing, you'll notice that some of the things that come down on the page and this, this can be just for you. Like nobody else needs to see this. Nobody else needs to even know it exists. This is solely for you. This is, I guess in my way, my imitation of Marcus Aurelius in his book meditations. It really was never intended for anyone else. Just like this, it's not intended for anyone else. It's just intended for me. It's for me to help myself. Sometimes I write a little phrase that I think about or something like, for instance, one of um, one piece of advice my father has always given me, still continues to give me, and I think it's one of the best pieces of advices on earth is a goal without a plan is a wish. My dad has said that to me since I think I was about five years old. Um, and I'm 35 now and he still says it to me. And I think it's one of the best piece of advices on earth, especially for somebody who, for instance, I had fallen off, as I've said before, you know, I really had let myself go and really wasn't happy with where I am in life. And I'm certainly a lot happier now. I'm certainly feeling like I'm moving in the right direction. I'm going to get to that in a minute, but, you know, planning your day every day, planning, what your goals are, planning little tasks. You know, you don't have to necessarily be chasing the biggest goal ever. And if you don't make it, that's no, you know, focus on today. You only have today. Tomorrow will come if you're lucky enough. And as the Stoics would say, memento mori, you know, you're going to die. We don't know when it's going to happen, but right now, right this second, you're alive, make the most of it. And that's what I've been trying to do. And I found incredible ease of my mind with that you know when you really focus on to the day and just trying to make yourself better those long-term goals more than likely will end up being met if you keep executing on the goals and what you set up for the day you know because if you as Andy Frisell would say if you win the day and you keep stacking that up, then you win the week. And if you end up winning a bunch of weeks, you win the month. And if you win a bunch of months, you're going to win the year. And you probably end up being a different person. It's very similar to what Tim Ferriss talks about when you try to be 1% better every day. You know, by the end of the year, if you continue to keep doing that, you're you're not even going to be the same person. You're going to be a completely different person, a completely better person. So I've been doing that basically every morning. And it has helped me in ways that I couldn't even begin to tell you. Um, One of the ways that I have found that it really has helped me is it also started to organize other parts of my life that have kind of been either off the rails or just not where I want them. One of them being my finances. Um, Within the last, I'd say, week or so, I have started to now write down every single expense that I make every time that I spend any form of money, I write it down in a budget planner. I know I'm, I'm a big planner person. A lot of my friends make fun of me for it, but I just really like to be organized. I find when I have these things organized, 
I tend to be able to control my actions a lot better. I'm able to move myself forward closer to the person that I want to be. So I've been writing down every single purchase that I've been making, no matter what. And what I have found is the second that I started to do that, the second that I started to account for every single thing that I do, it has changed a lot of other things. For instance, I am not spending anywhere near the amount of money in a week that I was. Uh, it's substantially less. Um, I was finding that a lot of these little expenditures that I was making on a daily basis or maybe a weekly basis was adding up very, 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 very quickly. Um, you know, for instance, I spent no money yesterday. Nothing. You know, I ate either food I had around the house or... Um, I, I didn't have any extra coffee. I didn't have any anything. It was whatever was in the house, whatever I had already purchased earlier. And I didn't spend any additional money yesterday. I consider that a big win. That was cool. So I would just say, just be aware, if you start to make these changes, you're going to see it um, ripple out into other aspects of your life. And that can be a great thing. You know, that's something that I always wanted to, you know, get under control and really flourish I'm starting to feel like there's a real possibility I can do that now and I don't feel like I'm going to be um, held back or anything like that I feel like since I'm getting some things in order other things are starting to fall in place and I feel like I can do more and more and more and I think that if you also begin to do that you're going to feel like you can do more and more and more so what I would say to you is just start small you know, find time for yourself, maybe an hour in the morning where you can read a passage or you can do a little bit of journaling, do a little bit of planning and just try and accomplish the task of the day. If it's only three tasks that you want to plan for the day, so be it. Three tasks it is. If it's two, it's two. If it's five, it's five. I wouldn't go that much above five. Sorry for the uh, sniffling. My allergies are killing me today. But, um, you know, for anyone who's looking to improve themselves, you can start small. It doesn't have to be a thousand things all at once. Just start with, you know, three or five. And I wouldn't go much above that. Keep it small and keep it moving. Thank you for joining me in Forging the Tip of the Spear. I know this is a little bit of a longer episode. But as always, I really appreciate anyone and everyone who's listening. This is just uh, <clears throat> me really talking about my life and the way that I'm trying to fix it. And I hope that if you can get anything from it, if it can improve your life in any way, and if it can help you get going to becoming the best version of yourself, um, then I'd be really happy because that's the whole reason why I created this podcast and why I felt so compelled to do it is I want to make myself the best version of me, that tip of the spear, the sharpest, the, the, the point that's going forward. And I hope that that can help you too. Thanks for joining me.